Hello again and welcome. Saya Vasir is speaking with Bleed the Heart and the Veiled Path. This is the third installment in the Shadow Work series, Episode 3, Judgment, Perception, and the Four Agreements. I combine these three subjects because it's a matter of perspective of the same principle and are exercised together for maximum efficacy. Judgment, like perception, is essential for survival but in its polarized state can cause imbalance and disharmony in the subtle bodies. Here we will compare positive and negative polarities alongside shadow work. We'll begin with questions you might ask yourself every time judgment arises. The first question might look like, who else in your life has passed judgment in the same manner? That you may be passing judgment presently because of an emotional reaction or a conditioned behavior. Family, friends, politicians, bosses, teachers, media, people are influenced by numerous sociological sources throughout life. We first mimic the influential behaviors, then it becomes a habit. This is especially true if the behavior is driven by fear. It's important to be aware of every moment you default to those habits, withdraw, examine the behavior, and change accordingly. The next question might be, why does the object or the person of your judgment matter to you? Why does it matter? Honestly, how does it affect your life? Is it actually the subject or object of your judgment? Or is it your own conditioned response? Ignorance? Is it fear? Is it trauma-based? It matters to you only, and this is very important. Introspect. Understand your own response and why it occurs. Remove the bias. Then reconsider. What's left, then, are the factors that will bring you and your environment back to balance. The polarities of judgment, evaluation, discrimination, reaction. Evaluation, or as it's known in psychology, value judgment, is a mental process based on the comparison of a set of values, different factors, which is mostly objective. Critical judgment and discernment are similar utilizing the ability to consider a large scope of values without coming to a definitive conclusion. Pretty much critical thinking. It's open to interpretation, thus expanding your perspective and overall intelligence. Discrimination, as we are referring in this discussion, is prejudice, judging without facts, without consideration, and the failure to recognize the condition response or the reactionary posture. It's closed to further consideration. This is expended energy and energy blockage that can manifest as injury to the self in the subtle bodies. And it's an act of exchange that causes discord between two or more parties. Simply put, as you're discriminating someone, you're not only needlessly expending your energy, but also the energy of the person that you're judging. Being reactionary is judgment without 
enough thought or discernment. Every moment an emotional reaction arises without thought. Take pause. Step back and think about it. Self-mastery, as we discuss often, is largely about controlling your emotions. Emotions are energy that can either throw you off balance and fracture your auric alignment, or it can be energy that, when aligned, strengthens your ritual practice, expands your power, and brings you closer to ascension. Uncontrolled expended energy is not only difficult to recover and rebalance, but it opens the subtle bodies to attack and lowers frequency. Taking pause also helps to identify the traumas that are deep-seated in the shadow, and those traumas may act as a hidden drive that still controls you. Perception, by definition, a way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something, a mental impression. As we are conditioned by the environments in which we grow up through childhood and into adulthood, our perception becomes heavily reliant on the associations we make with archetypes and the emotional reactions from a cupcake to a criminal behind bars. What is the instant perception? How does that change with a moment's thought? And how can one reduce the overall perception with critical thinking? Be aware of what mental faculties are being utilized during perception and make note of it. We perceive via the senses and mental impressions, all of which must be deconditioned as one endeavors to awaken to the path. That neutrality will center you to then critically consider the subject without the conditioned response. I'm going to make a note here that this is extremely important in dimensional awareness and astral travel. We have to shed the conditioned response. All the associations we make with what we see and perceive must be cleansed. It must be changed. And we must be open to something new, to learn what it is without the associations that we've been taught throughout life. Perception during occult study is always an important element to consider. For example, the visions that the prophets had are all based in their experience and the associations they make with what they see. If a person during biblical times saw a platonic shape hovering in the sky, how would that person describe it? How about morphing nanotechnology? It's important to expand one's own breadth and depth of perception and knowledge, but also to consider the breadth and depth of perception and knowledge delivered by someone else. Again, this is why your inner knowing is important because no one need convince you of its validity. And your understanding of your experience will evolve as you pursue the ends of your truth. A deeper exploration of perception is in the sense of reality against artificial mind-altering methods. But that's a discussion for another day. And I promise we will discuss that. 
Neutrality and introspection are essential to center oneself, decondition, and learn to hear your own inner voice, your own truth. You begin to identify the sources of the conditioning. The natural progression goes headlong into mental and spiritual liberation. Let me say that again. The natural progression goes headlong into mental and spiritual liberation. The Four Agreements was one of two books that changed my life more than 20 years ago. It was a simplified version of guidance, therapy, and wisdom for me and millions of others. The agreements are as follows. There are four of them. Be impeccable with your word. This applies to intention and magic and shadow work as well. Clearly define your position. And if you know me, I am very big on this. Clearly define your position. When you speak and think, be true to yourself. Honor your truth. It doesn't matter what opinions or or reaction arise from it, as those have nothing to do with you. Withhold judgments, gossip, and self-harming words and thoughts. That means don't think negative things about yourself. Be true to you and be kind to yourself. And don't speak it because that affects your reality. When you think you are harming someone else, you're actually harming yourself. Be impeccable with your word. The next one is don't take anything personally. This by itself, this agreement alone began to transform my life whenever I had no confidence. Reclaim your personal power and release the conditioned burden. Nothing others do is because of you. Now let me repeat that again. Nothing others do is because of you. Their actions are based in their own experience, their perceptions, judgments, and level of self-mastery. People are mirrors, showing us where our weaknesses and strengths are. Taking things personally expends energy of both the person not being impeccable with their word and the individual taking it personally. Please remember this one. The next is don't make assumptions. This is a face of judgment and perception. You will never know what someone else experiences or what their full story is. Don't assume. Ask. Communicate. Make judgments and change your perception with as much information as possible. Have the courage to say what you mean and ask for what you want. In the occult, this keeps the mind open to perspectives. An absolute essential for dimensional awareness and advanced methods of navigation and astral travel. And finally, the last agreement. Always 
do your best. This is self-mastery and devotion, self-judgment. Be true to thyself. Be kind to thyself. Be the best to the self as you can possibly be. How you treat yourself determines what your world reflects back to you. No regrets. No fear. Commit to yourself and your truth. Explore your own perceived limits. The next step into shadow work is breath work and meditation. The activation in our energetic body to connect to the psychological aspects and dimensional awareness to your spirit, known as your inner truth. I'm going to add, if you would like to support this project, send some of the good energy back to me. Please consider donating to help offset the overhead costs of running a website, hosting writers, buying equipment to record and broadcast, and the time required to bring it all together as a cohesive whole. It's free to you, but not free to the one woman running the blog, podcast, and store. You have my gratitude and my thanks in advance. This is Saya Vasira speaking, your sister of the veiled path and bleed the heart. Until next time.